Hi, you're listening to 48 Minutes, and this is Tim Kittrow from NBA Jam. Ooh, boom, shakalaka. You wanted to come with it, done it, we got it with punishment. Youngest is confident, but they hear the what we coming with. Others in love with the drug and this man, we just running it. Long as the public is coming, then we keep them loving it. this again here we are again yeah amidst all the technical problems yes yeah number one you forgetting your laptop yeah i forgot my brand new laptop <laughs> but everything else sure we're, we're making this work today we are making this work we tried to hook up a, a an audio device to my to my computer which didn't recognize it nope. and here we are going we find back. out that audio device is discontinued discontinued yes so, hopefully so it's because you... they're just not going to make it anymore not for flaws yeah yeah so we're back 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 again we did shot callers yesterday that was fun that's back good good to hear the boys back on the on the the microphone for that mm-hmm. talking some all-star weekend if you haven't checked that pod out check it out yeah and uh we're back and we're we're past all-star break we are we're getting into the nitty-gritty yeah it's it's that race time now it's that race time where we're in it um a lot of kind of weird little things kind of going on right now um with the nba um, a lot of weird injuries, um, and then you know we've got these like bottom feeder teams that are trying to str- kind of trying to scrap into the playoffs right now. So, is this your, is this like one of your favorite times of the season? The the end of of the season as opposed to like the beginning. You like right before you get into the playoffs, or is you are you kind of one of those people who just kind of wants to get to the playoffs at this point? Um, I I really enjoy it when it's close and competitive like this, yeah. like especially because both conferences are pretty good. Yeah. Like the the array of talent's so nice right now. Um, so I do dig it because like you know don't be wrong, we all know loud and clear the Milwaukee Bucks are going to win the East and it's not going to be close. Um, but Toronto has been super competitive. You know when we all thought they were going to drop off. Um, Boston's a lot better than we thought they were going to be. Yeah. Uh, we knew they'd be a playoff team, but we didn't think they could be Eastern t- Conference title contenders, and they're starting to show they are. Uh, Philly's been, you know, disappointing. Miami's been a lot better. So, yeah, man, um, right now I'm really enjoying it, but in years past when it was like the Warriors were winning the title every year, it was a little hard at this stretch. I was like, let's just go ahead and get to the end of it. I miss the Warriors a little bit. I'll be honest with you. I kind of do I, too. Like, there's just there's a. I feel like there's a piece of the NBA that's missing without the Warriors this year, and uh, I hope next year they can you know maybe grab a draft pick and and rejoin the NBA, and it'd be a little even if you know I don't fully expect them to be the best team by any stretch or anything. I think those years are over, but I would love to see them you know as like a four seed in the playoffs and see what mm-hmm. they can do because that's a team that's. I feel like you know they have a lot to prove again. Yeah. So, um, so Bucks have been on a tear. They've been uh, eight eight and two in the last ten. Um, they're on a, a two game win streak. They are forty eight and eight right. Forty eight and eight. Isn't that wild? Anyway, it's February. And uh, yesterday, uh, February twenty third, they became the quickest team in NBA history to clinch a playoff spot. I saw that. Which is wild to me, but that also just tells you how bad the East is as well. So ish, yeah. Those I mean, top three, four are solid. It, oh, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, like, but at the bottom, it's bad. I don't think it's much worse. Much worse than the West is right now. It's not terrible. Let's see here. So oh no no it, no no no. Retake that. Yes, it is because you can make cases for Portland, New Orleans as good teams. 
Oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I wouldn't say. I mean, yeah, but I mean, you look at the wizards. I mean, let's see here, three sixty four. Yeah, it's pretty bad. The discrepancy between the eight and nine seed on the east and west is is pretty far. So, um, the Bucks are the real deal. You, yes, they do you are. agree? Oh, for sure. I'm how, all in. How do you think a team like the Bucks, uh, losing one of their key pieces with Malcolm Brogdon this year, has been able to do what they've done? Um, they're the best player on the planet. Sure. And everyone else is built around him. It's everything Cleveland didn't do the first run with LeBron, is what Milwaukee's done. And I and I really respect the the players that they've put around him. Yeah. Uh, Brooke Lopez has been a great pickup. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pat Connaughton has been great. What up, Pat? And um, Chris Middleton's been great as well. George, I mean, George Hill's been George fine. Hill's been fine. Um, they've really been able to make up for for losing a a player like Malcolm Brogdon, which mm-hmm. I didn't think they were going to bounce back from because that was the big thing in the off season. Yeah, it's like they lost one of their best players, one of their most important players, one of their best shooters, best distributors of the team. And they didn't do do much to get better, but all Giannis needed to do was get better. Yeah, and he, he he did, and he somehow has bumped it up another level. And he has a kid now, so he's gonna go like full fledged Fred VanVleet. He's gonna do something. Man. Yeah, he's he's. Uh, I have a hard time seeing anyone taking MVP from him. I think he's going back to back. I think he's also gonna go back to back. Oh, he is. He's, yeah, that's not even a doubt in my mind. I mean, he's the so, best player on the best team. Yes, you know, kind of forty eight and eight. Um. Raptors, we mentioned a little bit of a surprise. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I think this just kind of tells you how good Nick Nurse is. Yeah, hell of a coach. Um, yeah, I mean, if if the Toronto Raptors were um, were in the West, they would be just like a half game out of out of first with the with the Lakers. That just tells you how how good that's been. Whereas they are uh, six and a half point games behind the, the Bucks. Bucks, which is just incredible for the first and, and, and second seed. Uh, so yesterday, um, the Lakers and the Celtics duked it out on national television on an ABC Sunday matinee. These are my favorite. After I love them, I love, I love, I love the it's Sunday Love the Sunday matinee after the in, NFL garbage gets off off television. Well, now we have the XFL. No, well, I don't care about that. Yeah, that no one does. That's, I don't care about that. No one cares about that, right? Do people care about it? Some do. Some do? Okay. I'm yeah. sorry if anybody if offended anybody. I just, I can't, I can't imagine watching that. No. Like, like, that's like for the person where there's like not enough football for the rest of the year and they're like, but we have XFL now, you know? But it's like us, when we get to the summertime, we're like, well, we got summer league now. And yeah. it's like, you're all dorks, you know, go back home. Uh, Celtics gave the Lakers a big scare yesterday. Mm-hmm. And a really good game that was marred by uh, some really weird officiating towards the end of the game. Um, some, you know, there was a lot that went, like the last two minutes, my wife always jokes, how many more minutes is in the game? Two minutes. Oh, so 20. And it's true because, it's you know, so they, did, they did so many. Especially in college basketball games. It's oh, like, oh, especially college. College is the worst about that. They are so bad. But um, going back and doing replays to make sure they get the calls right at the end of the game really kind of kills the suspense. Yeah, part of me dies inside when they do that. Oh, it's so it's just it drives me crazy. It absolutely drives. I mean, it's good. You know, they want to get them right. I get it. But um, the Celtics were playing without Kimball Walker. Yeah. And Jason Tatum threw up forty 
41 points. Now, I believe he had, what was it, uh, 37 in the first three and only scored four in the fourth. So they basically were like... Well, it's like the second quarter he went crazy because I don't yeah. think he shot all the one in the first quarter. Yeah, either. yeah. So so they basically shut him down in the fourth, though. Um, that's how they won. That's how they won. They shut him down. And uh, LeBron had another crazy shot. He did. And Jalen Brown played some excellent defense against terrific. him. He was terrific. He was terrific. Dwight was really good. Dwight was really good. Uh, it was a good game. Even Kuzma and... Uh, um, Oh, uh, Rondo yeah. weren't, weren't bad at all. Like they were fine, but the more I watched the Lakers, and I texted you and I said this, uh, the more I think it's becoming evident that they should have traded Kuzma for a secondary ball handler. Yeah, um, someone who can get LeBron the ball, someone who can get Anthony Davis the ball. LeBron and Anthony Davis are one of the best duos I've ever seen. They they their communication is just on another level. The I mean being able to. Throw the ball into court. You know when you got two people on Anthony Davis and Davis being able to just get up, jump up, and grab it before the other guys get it. It's just it's an incredible asset to have on a team. Yep. Um, but um, I was a little bit worried though during that game that and we and we talked about this playoff LeBron different animal mm-hmm. every year. He didn't make it last year. He's going to go all out this year. He wants to win the title for Kobe. Wants to win the title for Kobe. Um, but you got the Bucks on the other end. And the Creamadol Jabbar Bowl. Yes, yes, it is. Finally. Here we are. Yeah. It's taken a while. We're going to get there, too. Um, do you have any concerns about the Lakers right now? Yeah, a few. Um, but my concerns with the Lakers are worse than my concerns are with the Clippers, to be honest with you. Because the Clippers don't like each other. No. <laughs> and they're pulling moves because it's like, well, we don't want the Lakers to get this guy. Like, the Clippers are like, yeah, we could use Reggie Jackson, but we really don't want the Lakers to have him. That And, and that is very true. That is very true. Now, Reggie Jackson would have been a fine mm-hmm. pickup for the Lakers, and it's like the Lakers end up with Markeith Morris, and they end up having to cut uh, DeMarcus Cousins. Ish. Who's, he's, 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 cut. he's cut, but he's going to remain with the team to rehab, and they there's a mutual interest for them to re-sign DeMarcus Cousins. AKA, next year. Anthony Davis is his boy. Anthony Davis, yeah, there, yeah. So, yeah, I think, um, so my concern for them is, like you said, um, is kind of that, like, not having that second ball handler. It's also when LeBron is off the court, they have the second worst offense in the NBA to the Knicks. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's a stat. Yeah. But um, defensively, I like how they play. I think, you know, rim protecting, you know, size, it's going to be hard to beat that, especially, like, you know, when they play, so, like, you know, everyone's talking about the Rockets, what they're doing with the small ball thing. And I know they won the first game against the Lakers, but it's like, in a seven-game set, are you going to have P.J. Tucker guard Anthony Davis? 36-year-old P.J. Tucker is going to guard Anthony Davis? Have fun with that. Yeah. Okay, you get past them. All right, cool, we got the Clippers. You're going to have Montrez Harrell out there against Anthony Davis, Dwight Howard, and JaVale McGee? Yeah. Have fun with that. Oh, you're going to bring in Zubach for that? Okay, good luck. Sure. Yeah, the only team that really that you probably have to worry about as far as like size is, I mean, I don't even think the Nuggets. Like, I know they have Jokic. Uh, Jokic. Jokic. I mean, like, he's gonna he's gonna clog. The but they put a Jeremy bit. Grant the four. It's like, okay, who is he stopping from getting to the rim? LeBron? I don't think so. There is a strong part of me that I know it's not gonna happen, but I, there's a part of me that wishes the Mavericks would drop to the eighth seed. Just so we could see the Lakers. The and, series we really need. I totally agree with what Bill Simmons said last week on this pod. Now that Jaron Jackson Jr. is out, which sucks, 
if we can find a way for the Pelicans to get high, because they're not too far out of that eight seed, if we get Zion versus LeBron in Zion's first playoff series ever, like that's that's special. Yeah, oh my God, it would be, it would be. And uh, as of right now, they are three and a half games out of the playoffs, uh, and they're seven. They've won seven out of their last ten. Yeah. Um, so there's that, but you got Portland, Dame, um, who's back. So, um, you know, but they're five and five right now. So out of the last 10 and, and Grizzlies six and four out of the last 10. So, uh, and they're on a two game losing streak and they're exact, they're sitting exactly at 500 right now. So, uh, but they put the Lakers and I think they put the Clippers, put the Lakers and the Clippers. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to happen. So. Are you so you're you're saying that you don't think that the Clippers can outlast the Lakers in a series right now? No, no, just, no. I think they very well could. Okay. I just I'm not as optimistic on as most are. I know a lot of people are like, you know, they're just playing possum and they're just, they'll put it together in the, at the end. And it's like maybe so, but I don't know what you watch during the games. If you watch the Clippers play, it makes you think like, oh, they're just gonna flip it on. They're fine. Yeah. Like, Paul George is still in and out of the court with on off court with injury. You gave up a lot of, to get Marcus Morris. Like, yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. That Marcus Morris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's like, okay, so you know, in your bench, like Harold and Lou will have not been very good this year for what you know what they normally are. Well, I mean, it's it's kind of a similar situation how you looked at the Nets last year when Kyrie Irving came came there and a lot of their players that were on the up and up, Jaron Allen, uh, Karis LeVert, uh, Spencer Dinwiddle. Denwitty, um, you know, they all kind of suffered because of bringing in a superstar. That was this year. This year. I'm sorry. This year, yes. Yeah. yeah. The Celtics definitely that's suffered without kind that's, of... that's what I was yeah. saying. That's what I was saying. Yeah, which I'm we'll sorry. get to Jason Like, that Tatum wasn't here. last year. That was this year. Which yes. we'll get to Jason Tatum here in a second. God, it feels like it's been a while, though, since Kyrie got there. Um, but, uh, you know... You see the the production dropping there, and it, and it sounds like they're all going to be all three of those players are going to be on the trading block this year yeah. uh, during the during the summer. Well, like you know, those reports are coming out that like the locker room doesn't get along, and some people are really upset because Kawhi and Paul George get favorited so well, which they should. Yeah. Um, but you know, it doesn't seem like it's a fun place to be, and everyone's like, guys, Doc has this under control. Like, do we remember when Rajon Rondo flipped out and left Boston? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, why does that not talk to yeah. Like, Doc's got this. Like, Yeah, yeah Doc's not got everything. No. He's not got everything. No. So, um, it's it's going to be, um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the Clippers. Um, Nuggets still playing well. Um, probably the best team no one talks about all the time. Yeah, I can see that. Do you think... I mean, year. I mean, the last couple of years they've played so well, and they. So you're shaking your head at me. You're shaking your head. I never they've buy Nuggets. Good, I know. I know. You don't. You you don't. You don't buy into Nuggets ever. Stock ever. Tell me why. I just don't believe them. You don't believe them. Like, they're, they're frauds. Not. I wouldn't go that far because you have to be like competitive at times to be frauds. But, um, <laughs> look, they're always like the fourth or fifth best team in the West, and there's nothing wrong with that. But. At what point are you like, okay, so you put they put together a really good roster. They have. You know. What moves do you make to get further out? This is the same problem that the Hawks had back in the two thousands where they made like twelve straight playoff appearances and they made it to the Eastern Conference Finals once, purely by accident. I love how both these teams were referencing you referenced had Paul Millsap. <laughs> They're step one. It's <laughs> 
Maybe that's it. Maybe he's he's the one consistent between this. So. Yeah, but I don't know, man. Um, you're right. It is a tough situation because it's like, okay, how do you get past it? Like, you know, when the Lakers go one and two off seasons get LeBron and Anthony Davis, and you're like, we've got Jokic and Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray. Well, I mean, at a point you have to bank on the the talent you already have. Uh, you know, you know, you're not you're not a a big team where you're going to be able to pull LeBron. Right, they tried to remember that they tried, <laughs> yeah. they tried, and and that's and that's fine and dandy, but It'd be like uh, this just in. If like he signed there, be like if he signed with the Nuggets, like did you guys know LeBron smokes weed? <laughs> <laughs> so all right, moving back. So um, let's talk about the Nets. Let's go back to the Nets. Uh huh. Kyrie Irving, Gonzo, Gonzo again. Yeah. So I looked this up the other day. So Derrick Rose, the last four years, has missed 111 NBA games. Okay. Some of those, if you remember, were because he just left the team. Sure. One one time, <laughs> one particular time, no one knew where he was. Yeah. He literally was at shoot-around and did not show up to the game. Exactly. Yeah, what a beautiful moment in Knicks history. 111 games. Kyrie Irving, in the last four years, has missed 104. So he's close. Mm-hmm. Okay. Similar situations. Mm-hmm. So... I'm starting to worry that these Kyrie Irving injuries are stacking up. Because this isn't just like a, a one or two year thing now. Oh, no. This is... Well, it's his third year. The year they won the title, he missed the first 20 games of the year. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, a couple of years ago, he has the injury where he misses the playoffs. Yeah. Um, and now he's this shoulder that's bothered him for so long. Well, in college, he had an injury. Like, yeah, I remember when, 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 they were in the, when they were in the playoffs, when he got hurt in the NBA yeah. Finals, when he got hurt in the NBA Finals, there was a graphic that showed how many times he had had surgery since college. And it was alarming then. And he's had, you know, things wrong with him since then. And now, do you think this was something that was lingering, that he was just like, screw it, I'm going to go ahead and get this fixed right now because this is a lost season because it's all Um, about next year with him i don't know um i can see that as a possibility but i think you know he really wanted to play and you know he definitely like was making the effort but you remember we kind of talked about this a couple weeks ago um or one of our last episodes where we didn't understand the situation because it was like oh he's every day it was like oh he's out yeah instead of like being like he's out for two months it's like yeah Oh no, Kyrie's not playing today. And you're like, tell us when he is, or send us a report. Yeah, they, ne- they it's, it's just like the Derrick Rose thing from years ago. Oh like, yeah, when, exactly. when's, when's, when's he coming back? When's he coming back? Just tell us when he's coming back. Don't let's give us a game by game. So update. he's out for the season, and it does sound like, like I said, they're going to get rid of Allen. They're going to they're going to test him out on the trade market. Allen, Spencer Dinwiddie, and um, Karis LeVert. Um, and they both have, I think they all have trade value, too. Yeah. They're going to get something good for that. But you still have DeAndre Jordan on this team. Um, is this a team that's completely just cashed out of the of the entire year? And just completely cashed in for next season? Cause, I, mean, they're, I mean, they got the seventh seed right now. So it's like they're in the playoffs. And, um, so yeah, right now they have a date with the Raptors. Yeah. I mean, they're, they've won seven out of the last ten. So, you know, this is going to be a team that's going to get into the playoffs. Well, but they pro- had Kyrie in most of those. But, but kind of, true. But there's probably a part of the organization that wants them to tank out and maybe get a draft pick, too. Yeah, but it's like, how far are you going to fall when you're 
26 and 29, like you're not going to fall to like Well, I mean they're I mean they're just was it two and a half games? Three and the thing uh, three is that games. you can't sell losing to the Nets fans. You yeah, can't you can't. Now. No, like you're past no, that point. No, that's you, true. You went through the whole thing with the K, with the Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce trade where you gave up everything. Yeah, and you did a really good job bringing your team back up. You made the D'Angelo Russell trade, you know, and now you have Kyrie, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. Like, even though those guys are out, you know, those fans still expect to be competitive. They still expect to be had a chance to win games and. I think in Brooklyn, I think they'd rather see the playoffs than not. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a big environment for them. So, um, yeah, we'll see what happens with them. And uh, Ben Simmons. Yeah. He has gone down again. I saw that. So uh, he is undergoing treatment and evaluation on his back with a course of action expected to be decided soon. Simmons will be out for at least some time as it is not a day-to-day injury. It remains unclear how long... Simmons will be out. Simmons was described as emotional upon leaving the x-ray room following his injury, according to Woj. This does not bode well. That doesn't sound good. Before the, <laughs> yeah. the Philadelphia 76ers fans at this point. This is a team right now, if the playoffs start, we'll get, well, actually we'll get to that in a little while, but uh, a team that's obviously still in the playoffs. They're fifth in the East right now. Um, five and five out of their last ten. Here's a. Can we go back real quick to the Nets? Go back to the Nets. Bobby Marks just posted this. Okay, go ahead. It's pretty interesting. Since Kyrie Irving went down with a knee injury on February 1st, Brooklyn has ranked number two in defense rating their last seven games. Tonight they have allowed 48 points through the third quarter versus Orlando. It's a women's college basketball game. 48 (laughs) points through three quarters. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's not meant in that, like, to be. You know what I meant. Sure, sure, sure. I just realized how that could go. Um, but, yeah, fair enough. 67 to 48 in the third quarter. <laughs> so, there's been a lot of talk about the 76ers this year. Mm-hmm. How the, the Embiid and Ben Simmons mat, uh, duo is not really, you know, meshing as well as it should. Are these players that need to be on different teams? Um, yes. If we had, if, if you were, if you were the 76ers GM today, you were, say, someone of Sam Hinky type importance in the um, Philly room. Who do you get rid of there? I don't know. I literally just did a radio spot. Uh, the Friday of All Star Weekend in North in Charlotte, and I was asked the same question. And at the moment, I said, I said Embiid, because I thought he's you know he's the best big man in the league when he's healthy. But and then I like thought about, I was like you know with the way the league's going, like you want to get a point guard, but Ben Simmons isn't your normal point guard. No, he's not. Other point guards shoot and are consistent and yeah. like. He's an awesome defender. I mean, he's an unbelievable. I mean, I don't defender. think he's a bad distributor either. No, I don't he's, think he's bad. No, he's really good at what he does. Just he not is, shooting. Yeah, he just needs to add to some things. Yes, like shooting. Like, like one of the most important things you could you, you know, could putting go the ahead ball in the hole. Yeah. Yes. Um, but I mean, he's excellent. You know, like I would not be upset if Ben Simmons was the point guard of my favorite team. No. You know what I mean? No, exactly. But exactly. You know, with that situation, this isn't like, you know, this isn't like Durant Westbrook. Where it's like, this guy brings me this thing that no one else has, but this guy has a motor that is just unbelievable that, like, yeah, I can count on him. He'll, you know, 
if Philly really makes that decision, like you better get someone in there that's going to help your team out and not just make this trade because you feel like it's best for you. Like you better go get a star. Yeah. Um, you know, I think Jimmy Butler saw this. I think you know we've talked we talked about this a few weeks ago. Is like Jimmy Butler was right about everything that Jimmy Butler. I know he everything e- every single he said. thing that he said. Like a lot of, a lot of people frame off Jimmy Butler. Like um, did Jimmy Butler go Hollywood when he left Chicago? For sure. For Hollywood sure. is hell. For sure. But like yeah. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. You know, a guy a guy that you know did have to scrap his way from literally the bottom of the bench, mm-hmm. from the bottom of the draft to the first round, into the NBA into playing time, into the starting lineup, into the star role, he realized that Fred Hoiberg was a fraud. Correct. Okay. He realized when he got to Minnesota that Cat and Wiggins were... Soft. Soft. Facts. Both soft. He realized when he got to Philly that none of this made any sense. And now he's on a team where... He can be the star, and the other guys have bought in, and it's working out for him, and it's working out for the team. Um, you know, that's another you know, and not only that, I mean, it's like Bam last year was just kind of an afterthought, and he's an all star this year. Yeah, dude. And and you gotta you Kendrick gotta give. Kendrick Nunn was literally in the G League. Now he's a starting he's, point he's guard a starting for a playoff team. Exactly. I mean, they are fourth in the East right now. They've had a hell of a season. Yeah, had a hell of a awesome. season. They're Co- they're an Eric Spoelstra team. Like they're totally an Eric. Spolster this is team. definitely a coach of the year type effort from yes, Spo. Yes, I agree. Totally agree. And um, you know, you look at that, and we didn't see it. The NBA didn't see it, but with he this did. kind of coaching, with this kind of coaching, yeah. So we gotta so, think like. All the best coaches we've talked about for years are having down years right now. Yeah. Except for, like, Spo. You know, like, Popovich had a rough time with the Spurs. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a chance the Spurs don't make the playoffs for the first time, like, since we've been adults. Yeah. Um, who else? I mean, yeah, the Spurs, Mike D'Antoni, Spurs aren't making it. <laughs> Mike D'Antoni's team isn't the most attractive to watch by any means. They, they have some spurts where they're fun, but... Yeah, but that fun's not going to lead anywhere. Nope. And not only that, he's not going to be back next year. Nope. He's not going to be back next year. So you know, I, and I don't know if Dan Tony coaches after again after what this year. He won't go back to the Knicks. I love how you smile when you say that. <laughs> what you mean he won't go back to the Knicks? No, I mean he won't go back to the when Knicks. When Masai Ujiri's there, he's not going to yeah. get Mike D'Antoni? Tony. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's no. Um, that's another team. That's. Rockets are a whole different kind of monster, man. They're so weird. They're such a weird team. They're kind of enter- they're entertaining as hell. Like don't get me wrong, but like if I don't watch them and think like they could beat the Lakers. Like you know, <laughs> no, like, not at all. I'm like, could they beat the Thunder right now? Like I don't know. I I don't know who the I don't know who the Rockets are. I mean, watching Russell Westbrook is fun, it but is. they are the smallest freaking team in the NBA right now. They're kind of, I mean, it's kind of a joke. Isn't it funny that the team that literally had Hakeem Olajuwon and Yao Ming now starts P.J. Tucker at center? Oh, and, and, and uh, Ralph Sampson, you know, yeah, like, Twin Towers, you know, it's yeah. like, it's like. We were built on height for years. For now, years. And they're, and they're like, they're like, I don't know, we could have P.J. Tucker run the five. Yeah. He's 6'6". Six, six. <laughs> <laughs> literally, that is something they do. They're like, you know, Draymond Green, he's 6'6", six, six, and he plays the center they're like Draymond's like 26 years old <laughs> PJ Tucker's almost 38 <laughs> he's got great shoes but like sure sure you know, sure yeah, it's like it's so funny um 
What were we talking about? Was it the Sixers? The Sixers, yes. Who do we... I think if I had to pick one, I guess if I have to, like... <laughs> it's so hard to, man. Like, think about this. No disrespect to Markel, because obviously things are going well for Markel in Orlando now. Sure. Finally, really sure. happy good for the kid. Good for that kid. Best. If they just keep that pick and take Jason Tatum, we're not having this conversation. You are 100% right. <laughs> like... Like this, this is not a thing we're this talking was a, about. This, yeah, and 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 that's why the Celtics were well, we were pre- okay with that trade. They said we know the guy that we want is gonna be there. Yeah. Well, remember we like we're preparing. We're like, okay, Celtics take Fultz, Lakers take Ball, Tatum goes to the Sixers. And we're yeah. like, we had that enriched in our mind for weeks. Yeah. And then the trade happened. Yeah. And it was like, man. I mean, the Celtics said that if they kept the first pick, they were gonna take Tatum, but it's like. I know. You know, it's yeah. easy to say that two years later. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, man, I think it's so hard to pick between those two because this isn't like Penny and Jack. You know, this isn't like Durant and Westbrook. This is like... It was two seasons ago. Yeah. We were excited about it. It was it was a different kind of... It was a different couple years back, but... I guess I still lean in Bede, but even so, he's more injury risk than Simmons. Yeah, yeah. A, like, but, a big man with foot problems? Yeah, yeah it's that's like, a good do you point. Want that? Do you want that? You have a big long term. You have a big man with foot problems who's never in shape and doesn't take basketball seriously, or you take the point guard who can't shoot. I know. It's like I guess in that case, but you can't keep them together. No, <laughs> but you can't you keep can't. them together. But like, like somebody needs to be moved. Yeah, but do you for think? What? But but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Say Philly goes out in the you know second round this year, or first round. We'll say first round. Or se- I mean, I mean, right now, if they were going to start the NBA playoffs, they're going to be going up against Miami. I'm down for that series. I'm also down for that series. But there's a very good chance they could lose to Miami. Yeah, there's also a really good chance they could beat Miami with their matchups. Sure, sure. I really like that idea of Adebayo versus Embiid for a best of seven. Oh my god. I mean, look. You know what would make it better there, Sean? If it were a best of five, like it used to be round one. 100% agree with you. We need to go back to that money grubby NBA. Yeah. Um... My all t- one of my all-time favorite playoff series is the 97 Magic Heat series. Oh, man. He could go up 2-0 and Penny like wins the next two games. Yeah, yeah. Dude, it was so good. Yes, Because yes. he was unreal. Yes. Oh, man, I forgot about but so that. So was Alonzo Morning. Yes, yes. So they go out first first round. Philly Philly gets knocked out by Miami. Something we would have never predicted at the beginning of the season. No? No, not at all. And they have to make a move at that point. You I do think. because it's like the first move though is you get rid of Brett Brown. Yes, you get yeah. rid of Brett Brown. Am I right? Brand goes, you know, go, moves on. He moves on from 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 Brett Brown. We they've given him they they let him stay with this roster from the beginning to what it is now. But I think we're if if they don't get out of the first round, honestly, if they don't get out of the second round, which they're not going to, I think this is the crossroads. For this team, and this is Brett Brown because we thought he was he was done at the end of last season. Well, the way they put the roster together was just so weird. Like, you know, I understand you got to get what you can for Jimmy Butler, but you didn't get any shooters. Like Josh Richardson's a fine shooter, yeah, but like he's okay, yeah, and like getting Matisse Thybul is awesome. Yes, super yeah, good yeah. defender. But I never understood why, like after JJ walked, it wasn't like. Let's go get some shooters. Let's do this. Yeah. Well, I mean, two years ago they had that they had that bench where they went out after the oh, buyout yeah. and they had like Bellinelli on their team and they had Ilyasova. Yeah, man. And they had all these shooters and they looked unstoppable. 
they looked unstoppable that season. Yeah, because you remember Bellinelli like hit the shot against the Celtics. Yeah, they thought it was a three. Yeah, yeah. And they they they, they went back. And yeah. Like, oh. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, they had all this, and they they moved away from it. And it's like you have a point guard that doesn't shoot. Joel Embiid. I mean, he he can shoot, but he's not a he's not a shooter. He's a he's a great big man. I will say, I have absolutely loved NBA on TNT this year. With have like Shaq and Barkley have talked about Embiid. Yeah. Because it's not like they're like criticizing him. They're saying like, we were the best players in the world at times. Like, yeah, we knew what it took. Yeah, we want you to be that because we see the skill set you yeah. have. And like, but they're like when they they criticize him for like you don't take it seriously. You're not in shape. Like you take plays off. Like yeah, yeah. Embiid literally should be a top five NBA player in the world. Like he, yeah, one hundred percent. And he just like I agree. Isn't I agree? It's because of effort. It is an effort thing. So maybe you move on from him. Maybe you move on him. Maybe maybe the maybe someone like Ben Simmons who is trying hard on every play. I believe, mm-hmm. you know, he can't shoot, but I mean defensively. Well, you saw Jimmy Butler's already recruiting Embiid to come to Miami. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want that to happen. What are you gonna do with Bam? You gonna throw him at the four? I guess you are, oh, but dude, yeah. I'm down for that. Yeah, I guess you could. I guess that's you what you played in Kentucky. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, a little bit, but yeah. But I just, I, I don't know. I think, um... Bam's, like, built, like, a skinnier Dwight Howard, like, with his shoulders, like... Yeah, he is. He is. That's, <laughs> that's a good, that's a good, that's a good comparison. Not that like he's that. Dwight Howard, because... No, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. He's just a, another specimen. Um, I just really think that if you're, if you're Philly at this point, honestly, with the, cons- the injury concerns... Now, I mean, we, obviously, we have injury concerns with Ben Simmons. We're talking about that, too, but, um... I would rather keep Ben Simmons. Um, he's such a strange kind of player with such a unique skill set. I just think he needs a better team around him. And that team includes shooters, mm-hmm. like we said. Because they were great two seasons ago in the playoffs. They were phenomenal. Like, they were so, so good. And, I mean, they lost last year to the Toronto Raptors by a shot. shot. The most amazing shot ever in playoff history. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we well, Butler had to make the shot for Kawhi to make the shot. Yes, that's yes. the other thing. Yeah, it's like... that's true. That's true. That's true. But um, I don't know. I'm interested to see that. Um, right now, if the playoffs started today, these are the matchups we would have: Milwaukee and Orlando. Okay. Yeah. Markel Fultz in the playoffs. Finally. Cool. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Aaron Gordon, maybe getting a little. He's been on two teams that have been in the playoffs. He's never played a playoff. Never game. played a playoff game. That's right. That's right. Memphis and L. A. We're all here for it. Love it. We're all here for it. Love Denver it. and Dallas. I like that. I do too. I like that. That sounds kind of fun. Brooklyn and Toronto. It's going to be fun. Could be fun. Yeah. <laughs> I think it'll be fun. It'll be a wrap. Boston and Indiana. I do really like that series. Yeah. I, I think this. I don't think the Pacers could necessarily beat the Celtics, but I think they're good enough to get them. Not the without Jeremy Lamb. I'm just kidding. Dude, like... <laughs> Pacers are really good. Pacers are very good this year. Yeah, yeah. They, they've done they've done a hell of a job. Um, I know they got smoked by the Raptors yesterday, but well, yeah, that yeah. happens. That happens. Clippers in Oklahoma City. Love it. Yeah, I'm kind of like that too. I mean, who thought that Oklahoma City was going to do what they've done? I think Oklahoma City could make that a six game series. They could. I agree yeah. with you. I agree. Man, their crowd their their crowd's a whole different other player. I think. So. This is also proving our point we had a couple years ago. If you remember when people were trying to talk to us about Chris Bosh, I mean Chris Paul being washed, um, we were right. Yeah. He just didn't play well with James Harden. Yeah. But right now, which player would you rather take, Westbrook or Harden? Like honest truth, I think I'd take Chris Paul. 
right now at this moment in terms of like a, a leader and a, an actual true point guard, yeah, I'm going to take Chris Paul. I think Chris Paul's a better player still. Yeah. Like, yeah, if he's not hurt, he is. Yeah, I agree yeah. with you. I agree with you. Um, Miami last, and Philly, we've already talked about that. Uh-huh. And then last one, Utah and Houston. I don't think I think Houston would beat them. I'm not I'm I'm not signing up for that one. That sounds boring to me. Yeah, that's the one you put on NBA TV. And that, that's 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 like, that's the NBA TV game. That's the playoff game that doesn't get on. It's the one's like Tuesday afternoon at like four thirty. But yeah, but remember that year that the Cavs played the Raptors in the playoffs? And they like did like a. Three o'clock tip on like NBA. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. like running home from work and like just had to catch that one, huh? Yeah, dude. It was like it was the year that they swept them when they were the, the Raptors were the one seed and LeBron hit that like floater in Game Three. Yeah, that was one of the best of me. Like crazy. One of the yeah. finest. I I, for, I forgot about that game. I forgot about that game. So, um, but yeah, the playoffs are looking good right now. These are just what we have, you know, going on at the moment. I love it, Memphis. I'm liking, I'm liking Memphis. If the Pelicans get in, I agree. L.A. versus New Orleans. Just like, you know, a couple years ago when Anthony Davis got the Pelicans into the playoffs, you know, he got to, you know, show off his skills a little bit. Now, you know, he's on the best team. And, and it would just be it would just be great, great television. How many years away do you think the Pelicans are for being, like, awesome? Because Ingram is outstanding. Zion, I know it's been 12 games, but he looks all the part that we imagined and then some. Lonzo's be, like, Turned a shooting game around. Those three, I really feel confident in now. Um, I'm saying we're two years off from I mean, them doing with something. We're doing something else. They need another veteran presence in there to kind of glue the whole thing together. Um, it's not Rue Holiday. I think he's been fine. I just they're gonna trade him. I I don't think he's gonna stay with the team. Um, but besides that, what makes I you think, think that. I don't know. I, well, he's been in trade rumors a lot. Yeah, but that's always because the team has like losing records and had no future. I know, I know but he but, was in trade rumors like two weeks ago. So it's like you know. Well, that's they what, also didn't realize that when Zion was going to come back and like already be like they knew he was going to be awesome. True. But true. they didn't realize he was going to be the best rookie in the league after twelve games. True. Jaws still won rookie of the year, but yeah, Jaws got that lockdown. Yeah, it's going to take like Zion doing this for forty games. The Pelicans make the playoffs and. I don't know. We'll see. Um, I mean, Rue's been down there a long time at this point. He's kind of the elder state, but statesman of the of the Pelicans. And I don't know. I just feel like he he still has high trade value, and they might be able to get somebody else that you know, just not Paul Millsap. Yeah. You don't want him. Yeah, you don't want him unless you just want to be a five seed forever. Yeah. <laughs> five seed Millsap. So, but anyways. Yeah. Let's touch on this real quick before we get out of here. Because I know we, we said something about it yesterday a little bit. Okay. Jason Tatum's the next superstar of the NBA. He is. He is, without he's a doubt. He's the real deal. I mean, he's a top five player in the East now, right? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Absolutely. And it kind of shows you... He's got it. Yeah, he, he gets it. Yeah. Like like you said yesterday, there's no Kemba Walker, so they went to him. Yeah. I mean, he's made, like... The jump he's made from year two to year three... You don't see often. No, I mean it's it's so impressive. Well, he I mean he he went backwards a little bit last year too, but that, that was, was Kyrie, you know, and that Kyrie. was you know it was just a weird Celtics year. Absolutely. Um, he's playing the four a lot more now. Yeah, I mean he's a tall guy though, but he's so good at it. Yeah, he is because he's faster than everyone else. He can in the block. spread the floor. Yeah, I mean, 
that game yesterday was just really fun. Um, it, it, it was a good, like, classic Lakers-Celtics game. It was. And Tatum, you know, it's hard to believe they lost with how well he played. Yeah. Because he was just perfect. Um, Is it as bad as, you know, Bradley Beal scoring his career-high 50 points? Losing to the Bulls. And losing to the Bulls. <laughs> with Kobe White's second 30-point game in a row. <laughs> I don't know. See, I just feel like that, that that's even worse. Yeah. So. I mean, I'm not necessarily saying I think the Celtics will beat the Bucks, but I think they're the one team in the East that possibly could. You think it's very possible? I do. Okay. So if you have a healthy Kemba Walker, yeah. Uh, um, you know the way Jalen Brown's developed as a two-way player, Tatum is really like, like I said, like he is next level. Um, the only thing you know, obviously, like they don't have that these other teams have, like, like Siakam versus Jason Tatum. If like I would take the Celtics over the Raptors. I would too. Okay. And then you know, so like if you gave me like a best of seven where I get to watch Siakam versus Jason Tatum, I'm tuning into that oh, every yeah. night. Absolutely. Um, you know, we know how I feel about the Celtics, but I love watching him play. Yeah. Um, he's just a terrific talent. So I really believe he is the next NBA superstar. I think, you know, he signed with Jordan Brand in the offseason. That's going to yeah. elevate his brand even more. Well, and Jalen Brown's another guy who's, like, completely stepped up. So and, much. And probably should have been an all-star. We'll go ahead and say He it. definitely should have been an all-star. I totally agree with you. You know, probably should have been an all-star this year. Um, lived up to the contract that we were all like, Jesus Christ, why? Yeah, because you know? I mean, like, we were forever like talking about Demonis Sabonis getting traded for Jalen Brown. Yeah, yeah. And both those guys have been incredible. And and Demonis made it, and Jalen didn't. Demonis should have made it. Yes, though. he, he did. was great. He is. He was great. I agree. Um, yeah, man. I just, I just really, the more I watch Tatum play, the more I'm like, and we, I said this is rookie year. Remember, I said like I think he's gonna end up being a better Celtic than Paul Pierce. Yeah, I'm still standing by that. I, I agree with you. I agree so, with you. I also think Paul Pierce is incri- just criminally overrated. I think opposite. Do you? I do. Do you? Okay. Yeah. I think there's something to say about a guy that has their number tied at Boston Garden, who's a finals MVP, who literally went toe-to-toe with LeBron in the playoff series how many times and got the best of them a lot. True, true, true. Um, you know, if you remember that game seven, the year the Celtics won the title. I just, I don't know, man. I don't know if, if Paul Pierce had that cutthroat mentality i think jason tatum might have it though. he does you know he and that's really does. and that's why i'm almost i know, I know this is ridiculous that we're comparing a guy's whole entire career to a guy that's only been playing for three years but i see something in tatum that i don't see in a whole lot of other players yeah but that team also had garnett so paul pierce didn't necessarily have to fully be a cutthroat guy yeah but he wasn't a cutthroat guy before garnett got there you know what i mean that's the other thing like jason tatum is he wants to win right now yeah. He wanted, he wanted to win last year. He dumped on LeBron. He dumped on LeBron. <laughs> in the game did. seven. He did. And, that was and, then he lo- and then he looked at him, and that's when he knew he fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely did. But I just want to touch on that real quick before we got out of here. And, oh, um, we finally were able to announce and promote this. So, as yes. you know, here on the network, we have At Large Bid, our NCAA podcast. Um, last year, we did a really, really fun pod at Braxton Brewing Company in Covington. We're doing uh, the sequel. Yeah, so, so we're doing the sequel this year, March 18th at 7.30. We're going to be there promoting the big dance, getting you guys ready for the tournament, and um, running up another fundraiser for American It's going to be a wild one this year. Sure. Like, I, This is one of those years where I don't think anyone really, really knows what's going to happen. No, there's about, about six teams I think that can win it all. Six teams? Okay. Yeah. Well, you got to come to the podcast to find out what those six teams are. Yeah, or if you listen to the show, you know. Listen, well, <laughs> yeah. well, you should, you should, you maybe should just, you know, add another one in there yeah. and just save it. I will. Okay. Yeah, but it, this was fun to be doing this again. Yes. Next time I remember my laptop. Yeah. And then uh, two weeks when I'm in, uh, I'll be in New York doing some work. 
we're gonna release our all-time Shaquille O'Neal teammate teams. I know you've been you've been looking forward to this one. I have been, man, because yeah. we did like all the Twitter stuff and Facebook stuff. We got yeah. incredible responses. Yeah, people were putting like different strategies together for how they wanted their lineup set up, and I was like, I can't wait to share some of those. Yeah, um, this was a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I was really I really enjoyed getting people to interact with it, and like everyone in different cases and debates, and there's so many guys. So. You know, because the rule wasn't, like, when they played with Shaq. Anyone who played with Shaq. Yeah, so, like, you know, you, like, go through the list. You're like, oh, yeah, Penny, you know, Wade, Kobe. And then you're like, Ray Allen. And you, the Garnett, and you keep thinking more when you're like, Grant Hill. Yeah. You know, like, Paul Pierce. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, Gary Payton twice. Exactly. Yeah. Carl Malone. It's yeah. Like, this is I mean, hard. It's, it's wild. Yeah, so. It's wild. Corey Blunt. Yeah. <laughs> Ruben Patterson. <laughs> you know? And if, yeah, we didn't count Olympic or All-Star teams. Cause that sure, was, sure. Yeah. No, that, you but, know, like, Amari. That. Amari, like, yeah. So Amari, like, yeah. So it's it's going to be fun. I can't wait for for all of us to put our, t- our list on there. So Yeah. Awesome. We're out. Peace.